Whether it's the first sip of French roast at your Disney resort or the grand finale of a signature dining experience at a restaurant like Le Cellier, Gico, or the California Grill, Joffrey's coffees make Disney memories more magical. Why not savor that Disney vacation just a little bit longer while enjoying a cup of Joffrey's in the comfort of your own home? Visit Joffrey's, the official coffee and tea company of Disney, online today at joffreys.com. Joffrey's Coffee and Tea, a flavor for every Disney memory. Who has the largest selections of DVC resale listings and is the number one DVC reseller in the world? Who has 90% of their listings sell within 30 days with no upfront fees? Who has 95 years of combined Disney Vacation Club experience and has been selling DVC since 1993? Who has over $360 million in sales of DVC? The answer, my friends, is the same for every single question. It's DVC Resale Market. If you're in the market for buying Disney Vacation Club or have any questions about DVC, then look no further than DVC Resale Market. Nick, Kevin, and the whole team will do their very best to get you exactly what you need and answer any questions that you might have. Take a look at their website for some great information, their latest listings, or just some FAQs. We would like to thank DVC Resale Market for being part of our team. And now it's your turn. Let them be part of your team when buying DVC. Check them out at DVCResaleMarket.com. And now, from the Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor, it's the Mickey Dudes Podcast. Here's your master of ceremonies, Wazowski. Hello, humans! Hello, humans, and welcome to another episode of the Mickey Dudes Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Koch. Broadcasting today from Disney's Pop Century, right across from the Hippy Dippy Pool, and talking about across from the Hippy Dippy Pool, or in this case, across the pond, we have joining us Mickey Dude Stephen Maxwell. I'm surrounded by idiots. Yes, well, at least one. And the reason why we are at, uh, well, aside from, well, me, over at Pop Century is... A buddy of mine is in town to enjoy a Disney vacation who's going to be joining us today. From St. Petersburg, Florida, we have a friend of the show who's been a guest before, Robert Schultz. Hi, everybody. Welcome, Rob. Thank, thank you, you, Dave. Thank you for being here, and thank you for uh, opening up your uh, rooms for recording. Hey, not a problem. <laughs> Glad I could do it. I was going to have him over my house in this way, and then I was like, you know what? I spent... Uh, Labor Day weekend over at Disney and I got home and realized I had absolutely nothing defrosted to cook tonight. So I was actually going to offer to make dinner and everything and home-cooked meal and that fell through because I had nothing defrosted. So, But most, most I can do is buy him dinner tonight at the quick service. So, oh, yeah, yeah, He offered me a, a child's cheeseburger. Mm, no. That sounds about right. I'm due there. I was due there second uh, of October, but obviously because everything that's happened, uh, the holiday get pulled, so we've now pushed it back to March of next year. So I'm looking forward to going to pop for the first time. Oh, nice! It'll be a pop. 
Yeah. So yeah. you you haven't been here since they've updated the rooms then? I've never been at Pop at all. I usually ah. go to either uh, Port Orleans or uh, last uh, I've been to All Star Sports, uh, but I've never been to to Pop. So I'm quite looking forward to it. Okay. Well, the layout of the rooms used to be the same as the All-Star Sports, but now one of the beds folds up into the wall, and it, it just gives you a ton of free space in the room. I like this. Yeah, yeah I, I did saw too. that. It's, it's really, it looks really good. You know, the amount of space you've actually got. And it obviously comes down into a table as well. So there's only going to be two of us going this time. So the extra space will be good to actually wander around the, the room rather than being sort of cramped in. Yeah. Then, then you can each get your own bed, right? <laughs> well, that's what's happened before, yeah. <laughs> cool. Just stretch it. Excellent. And Rob, it's been a while since you've been on, so can you just refresh our uh, audience about who you are and your love for Disney and all that? Yeah, I'm Rob. Hi, everybody. Anyhow, my love for Disney started, oh, wow, back in 1976, the first time I came here with my parents on a vacation, and we camped in a pop-up camper at Fort Wilderness, and that just started my love for Disney. We came back a few years later. I've honeymooned here, and when I moved down to Florida 31 years ago, uh, well, not that year, but I think it was the next year, I bought an annual pass, and every year for the last 30 years I've bought one, and I couldn't even count the number of times I've come and stayed at Disney World now. Excellent. Well... We actually met in the Disney running group, and he's actually one of my uh, major um, inspirations that kind of keeps me getting out there. And, you know, you've seen, all of you have seen my pictures. I got a bit of a tonnage on me, but I still get to uh, keep moving, and it's friends like him who kind of just make it where, hey, we're coming to Disney, we're running, so I get to actually, you know, that's that's the carrot in my life now, you know, I get to... uh, do something healthy, but at the same time, I also um, get to see some uh, good people in, in the process. So, the and fact, me. what? And me. Oh yeah, and you too. <laughs> so, with that said, tonight we're actually going to be launching a brand new series, and we're going to be playing one of our famous Mickey Dude games, and. Normally when we do a series, what we usually do is we usually uh, go in a geographic location of Walt Disney World. Sometimes like the Epcot Resorts area, or one of the, one of the theme parks, or um, it might be the Monorail Resorts Loop. This time we're going to break from that tradition, and what we're going to do is, this is going to be an ongoing series, but a random one at that. We will, never repeat, we will never repeat a location. But what I have done is I have taken my My Disney Experience app, and I have looked for availability today. It is 8.24 p.m. as we um, in Orlando, Florida at the moment. And as of now... I looked to see which restaurants were available for a dinner reservation on property, which were open. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to select three restaurants for a new series we're calling Walt Disney World, What's for Dinner? So, gentlemen, the rules are, the rules are this. I'm going to pull up a restaurant. 
you are going to look it up either on My Disney Experience, you could use touring plans, you could use All Years, whatever, or Disney Food Blog, whatever basically you have available to you. And what you're going to do is select an appetizer, an entree, and a dessert that you might have if you were coming to this restaurant. And if you want to throw in a cocktail as a bonus, you are welcome to do that. So actually what I'm going to do is um, we'll edit out some dead air time. I'll give you a little time to think when, um, when I pull this out. But uh, I'll mention a restaurant. We'll all look it up. And then we will continue. It'll be through the magic of editing. We'll be ready to go right away. But I will give you guys <laughs> a little bit of time to... Uh, figure out what you want to eat so wait when i listen to this podcast you guys aren't that fast wow. we, us- we usually no we idea. usually are okay we usually are it's just you caught me you caught me on a bad day <laughs> yeah, we usually do it on the cuff you know yeah. so it's, it's straight there but sometimes there's homework to do which is not the best thing <laughs> hey i didn't even do homework when i was in school why would i do it for your <laughs> podcast yeah, I don't even do it as a teacher. So, with that said, gentlemen, our first restaurant, we are going to The Wave. And I'm going to start off. And for my appetizer, I am going to have their seasonal salad with accompaniments of local greens and a house-made vinaigrette because... It's still summer over here, and well, summer in this hemisphere, so it's, um, but in Orlando, it's still very hot, so sometimes you want to start off with something light, so a salad kind of just, you know, it's, you're getting a little bit of water inside the lettuce and all that, so it's kind of, and it's kind of a good way to start off a meal, so I'm going to go that way. In terms of my entrees, I'm going to go back to um, two o'clock Sunday dinners at my at my uh, Nonna Lantieri's house, and I'm going to have their seared gnocchi, forest mushrooms, sweet potatoes, rainbow swish chard, brown butter parmesan sage cream now i think i might have actually had the pleasure of trying this meal at one time uh it's been a while since i went to the wave but this does seem very familiar and i re- I, re- I remember when i first read it it was uh, very appealing so this is definitely something i'm going to have in terms of a uh, cocktail let's see if they have them on here i'm gonna go with the antioxidant lemonade van gogh acai wild berry vodka oswaldo lemonade because it's disney so everything is oswaldo when it comes to lemonade here and pomegranate juice topped with sprite something fruity something really um really crisp 
something refreshing to kind of go with, kind of break that summer heat and humidity in that way. And I'll probably order a Coke on the side because I'm on vacation, so I can actually drink soda because I normally don't in my everyday life. And then finally, it is time for a dessert, which right now is not coming up and back on cocktails. So they have non-alcoholic mocktails also over here so the kids can pretend that they are having a drink. So under here, the desserts are known as sweet temptations and it looks like right now they only have two available with their limited menu so i am going to um, go with a standard creme brulee with fresh berries it's a no sugar added dessert the fact that i am having my uh, cocktail and i'm having my coke you know i don't need that much sugar at this point because i'm getting i'm getting it with dinner so that's my evening at the wave with that said gentlemen were you able to take a look and figure out what uh, you might like any who would like to go yeah i'll go okay i'll, I'll go for it uh, excellent that is one of the restaurants above so i penciled in for next time we're going anyway okay. uh at the contemporary so i'm quite looking forward to that uh i think i would probably go for the the crab cakes uh, always good to have a bit of fish to start off with, very light. A bit of coleslaw on the side. This is so, uh, but saying that, it says it is America, so it probably won't be light. It'll be probably the size of a house. Yeah, cause, <laughs> as a, because as a, Marathon. As an entree. <laughs> those are our small They're, portions. Are they small? Yeah, that's those are our those small are our portions. Small portions. Oh, they are your small yeah. portions. I, yeah, I mean, yeah. you should see our large ones. Oh, I'm telling you, I, I've been several times in relation to uh, Disney, and I know exactly what you mean. Hmm. Uh, so, I'll fill myself up with the, the lump crab cakes, which is good because it's got corn slaw in it as well. So, uh, for an entree, I probably. I mean, you would, you can't go wrong with the tenderloin. You know, it's got potato gratin, seasonal vegetables, and pepper juice vinaigrette. So, would medium, medium done. You know, just bring it on and just slap it on the the, the grill and just do it with that. And you'll see you, all the, the seared sides of it. The, the beef or the pork tenderloin? There's one. Uh, no, but the beef, the beef tender, okay. tenderloin. I'm not that keen on pork. I don't think pork's got a lot of flavour to it. Uh, it's, unless you've actually you've got a lot of stuff along with it. Although actually, the coffee uh, barbecue sauce that comes along with it might actually be really, really tasty. Funny side story of that. In certain circles, I'm known as the other white meat. <laughs> <laughs> But that's another story for another time. Continue on. Yeah. All right. So the, the tenderloin does look good, but I'm a, I'm a big beef guy, so uh, I'll go for the, the beef tenderloin. In relation to uh, the cocktail, I'm very much a rum guy. Uh, I do like Bacardi, uh, but I do see there's a rum swizzle there, which is a Mount Gay Eclipse rum with tropical juices and flavour of guava and mango. It's very, 
very sort of tropical, you know. So one of these things that you could go and it'd be really, really sweet. But I think that the the eclipse rum will just sort of bring it back a wee bit and sort of give it a wee bit of tartness. Uh, and as David was saying, this is the sweets. There's not a lot of sweets there. There's the two of them, but we have to go for the creme brulee. You know, I know it's not a French restaurant or anything like that, uh, but I do like a good creme brulee. You can smack the top of it and hear the crack of the sugar uh, once it's all been melted. So that's what I would go for. Uh, I think I'd probably roll out of there when I was finished that. But uh, that's my choices for the day. So you can smack the top of it like I smack the sign for alien swirling saucers when I see it. So this way I say I can tap that alien swirling saucers. Yeah, we saw that yesterday as you were tapping that. Yes. Well, I think we wrote it twice. Yeah, when you see it, not only did we tap it, we wrote it. (laughs) So, hey. All right. So with that said, Robert, what are you having? Oh, well, what looks good for the appetizer for me? I'm drawn towards the cauliflower taco. Roasted cauliflower, cabbage slaw, and salsa verde. It sounds unique, and it should still be light and refreshing, too. I've seen ones like the big cauliflower steaks you can get, but I I think that the taco would, as you said, be quite light. You know, especially if they, they grate the, the cauliflower up, you know, into sort of, a sort of rice material, it's an idea. Yeah. So I'm going with that for the appetizer. And then the entree, I'm kind of drawn towards the tikka masala. I love Indian food. Jasmine rice, oven roasted cauliflower, coconut, and yellow curry. I just, I love curries. I love Indian food. What I love about the wave, it's the wave of American flavors. So since America is a melting pot, this restaurant has all different ethnic uh, foods mixed in that have become uniquely American. Yeah, you've got your gnocchi, which Mm -hmm. is Italian. Exactly. And then a drink. Well... For me, it might be more than one drink, and actually what I'm looking at is after the alcoholic drinks, there's bourbon, and there's a, uh, a bourbon flight. Three-quarter ounce pour of each, three selections of contrasting styles. One choice of weeded, one choice of straight, and one choice of high rye. So I think I'd go with that. You know what, Robert? One day you're going to have to teach me more about bourbon. I really don't know much about it, but... I'm still learning about it, too. I'm more of a a single malt scotch guy. Our friends at Three Sheets of the Mouse have uh, definitely opened my eyes, but I'm still at that point where I'm very amateur, so... I do like Disney's uh, exclusive Knob Creek that they have, but... Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are other more, there are other uh, more sophisticated tastes out there that I need to open myself up to. So I'm looking forward to learning something because we're all lifelong like lifelong learners. There, tongue tied over here. Yeah, but I'm at the, I'm at the point that every time I learn something, I have to forget something else. This is true. <laughs> especially about the restaurants that are. I mean, the the diversity. 
of restaurants and lounges that you've got at Disney, you know, and the different drinks that they can actually produce. You you couldn't just stick to one thing. I know people have got their favourites and, you know, they do like certain things, but you could just travel the world and just have a, a drink in all over the place, you know, and just try different drinks in every, every single lounge and you would never get bored. Oh no, the sheer number of lounges, let alone the variety of drinks. Even if you just stuck with one mixed drink a day, it would probably take years to get through all of those. Oh yeah. And on my dessert, I'm going to break with you guys and I'll get the chocolate flight then. Okay, and what's in the chocolate flight? There's the chocolate croissant bread pudding, brownie creme brulee, so I'll still get the creme brulee, (laughs) and German chocolate cake. That's like three in a one, isn't it? And then I'll be in a chocolate sugar coma. (laughs) I figured, I I, I saw it and I'm like, you know what, let me give it to them. So (laughs) I figured I would go, I would go, I would just go uh, basic for that reason. But good choice. All right, gentlemen, so now we're actually going to make our way to Disney Springs, and the reason for that is because it's getting later and later, and as I keep on refreshing the app, there's less restaurants available, so most of the restaurants now that are available are in the Springs. So we're going to go to one that actually I am not really familiar, I've actually never heard of, and I'm kind of uh, curious now, I've must have ignored this one or just it's never really popped up on my radar but we are going to try a a meal over at terralina crafted italian and this is in the landing of disney springs so it's just around the corner from the boathouse oh really yeah it was Oh, I don't remember the name of is it. it. Is it relatively new? I'm not... It uh, is. It was an Italian restaurant before also. Oh, was this, a blank. was this the one that was Portobello's? Yes, that okay. was at Portobello's, yeah. Okay. I just was drawing a blank on the restaurant name. Okay, so our appetizers, or as they call it over here, are the antipasti. I am going to go with the mozzarella stuffed rice balls because this basically just takes me back to um, growing up in New York City and you know my uh, days at Bravo Volunteer Ambulance in Bay Ridge, Brooklyn whenever the nights where I wasn't uh, working working out in the field and I was stuck dispatching I'd go across the street to Angelo's uh, bagel shop and get myself a quarter pound of fresh mozzarella and a rice ball and that was just always my dispatching dinner and it was absolutely amazing filling and just sinful at the same time so that's an arancini sort of thing what the rice sort of arancini sort of the rice balls so so usually what they do is it's it's usually a uh, yellow it's a yellow rice that they usually what they do is they put a meatball in it and then they pack a yellow rice around it and then they drop it in they they drop it in uh, flour and then they put it in egg and then they kind of just and they deep fry it 
And with this one though, the fresh mozzarella is inside of it. So I'm assuming it I'm assuming it takes away the meat part and all that. So you have the melted cheese that's holding the rice together and then you have the crispy outside. Sort of like like sort of a battered a battered outside on it. So my arteries are gonna clog up, but you know I'll go for a run sometime in, uh, on my Disney. You know I'll stay at Saratoga Springs and I'll just run there and run the bridge and go to both. Uh, for my okay, so I am actually going to go instead of go since I had pasta at the last one. What I'm going to do is, I'm gonna go for to their section called from the heart, so from the grill, from, I guess from the grill, and I am going to have the Parmigiano duo. Chicken and eggplant parm with spaghetti pomodoro. Because I know I said that I had pasta beforehand, but here the, Spaghetti is more of an accent for your protein over here. And when people think of Italian restaurants, yeah, they do. Uh, you know, in Disney World, we think Lady and the Tramp and we think spaghetti and meatballs. But I always think uh, chicken parm. So it's one of those go-to dishes for me. So a comfort food on vacation. I'm going to go for that in terms of a cocktail. Well, I'm in an Italian restaurant. I'm gonna go for a nice limoncello mojito. So we have the limoncello, the mint, and simple syrup mixed in. You know, kind of the lemon flavor, kind of just uh, right there, kind of just a nice, again, very light for summer, kind of just uh, going with that whole lemonade kind of uh, idea that I've had. And, you know, I've uh, grown up with a lot of uh, Italian friends and relatives that would just make their own limoncello that basically was like almost like uh, even, a, even a sniff of it would get you messed up. Not, <laughs> never mind even a shot. So... It was just, you know, it's the Italian moonshine, so might as well go for that. And then... And does say it's getting muddled mint in it. And I must admit, it, it sounds a wee bit muddled when you're talking about mint and lemon in the same drink. I don't know. It just doesn't sound right to me. I guess maybe the, I guess maybe the tart and the sharpness, maybe it kind yeah. of just, maybe it kind of stereos it in that way. And then finally, for my dessert, there's a lot of stuff at this restaurant. <laughs> I am going to continue with the lemon theme. And I'm going to have the lemon panna cotta with candied, th candied thyme. 
that's all it says on here. It doesn't really elaborate on, on my Disney experience, but kind of a nice, um, you know, a almost an Italian cheesecake idea to kind of go with the ethnic flair and still kind of keep with the lemon theme in summer. So that'll be my time over at, I forgot the name of this place, Terralita. Okay, so, Stephen, where are you eating it? What are you eating at Terralina? Yeah, well, the thing that sort of jumps out to me is the antipasti tower, but since it serves four, I think I might just put that to the side. <laughs> uh, well, I, think it was uh, I forgot to mention, though, we are eating tonight on Chuck's credit card because the Mickey Doo's credit card's maxed out at the moment. <laughs> so, this is all on Chuck. So, if you want, if you want to order the tower, be my guest. I don't think it's the $37 that's actually throwing me. I think it's just the amount of food that would actually be if it serves four of us. <laughs> but uh, I would probably go for the calamari. Calamari's it's, it's an odd thing. You can either get it, it's absolutely milk in the mouth perfect, or it's like eating uh, a series of rubber bands. So hopefully we'd go with that and you would get the chili sage aioli, which... I'm not 100% sure on sage. I'm not a big fan of sage, so I'd maybe leave that to the side, but the calamari would, would definitely be the one that I would go for. Uh, in relation to the entree, I'd probably... I don't know. I mean, you're, you're thinking if it's an Italian place, you would really have to go for an Italian sort of meal. You know, uh, rather than sort of waste it, because you could go for a, a steak or, as you said before, go for pork, but uh, I just think if you're going to go to a, pa a, a pasta in an Italian restaurant, you get something that, that they would be suited for, you know, the day that they make themselves. So I'd probably go, probably quite simple in relation to this one, but I'd go with a penny, penny with shrimp. Penny pasta with the shrimp. Let's get the spinach, cherry tomatoes, and parmesan cream. It's very much uh, that's a staple. You know, that's a shrimp with the pen pasta for Italians. I think if the sauce is perfect, you know, if that's it. This is the creamy sauce would just be oh, just dripping and be great. Uh, cocktails. I know you went for the. Lemoncello, which obviously very, very much an Italian one. Uh, but I'd go for the twisted gimlet, which is stoli blueberry vodka, Amalfi gin, mint cucumber. Oh, sorry, mint cucumber and lime. I do quite like a bit of cucumber in my drinks. Uh, so I found out a couple of years ago when I was at a wedding that they put the cucumbers in the water and it just lifted the drink, even just a a sparkling it, water. It, it gives just it a refreshing it. kind of taste, doesn't it? Yeah. When you have cucumber Definitely. water. Uh, so just the cucumber, I think, would lift this drink as well, especially with the blueberry vodka. Uh, I'd have that. And then for my dessert, uh, I like the, the gelato sundae. You know, it's got pistachios, chocolate, and vanilla gelato. I made it. I'm, I'm with uh, cherries, toffee crunch and whipped cream I love pistachios you know, 
anything but that uh, I would go for. Uh, I think it would sort of complement with the chocolate, especially if it's uh, crushed pistachios as well, just to give that a wee bit of crunch just at the end of the meal, just to sort of finish it off. That sounds right. good. Yeah. Excellent. All right, I'm going to have. I'm going to start out, and the appetizer is just going to be something light. I'm going to get the bruschetta. Okay. The tomato, basil, pesto, and shaved parmesan. Just something light and enjoyable, kind of cleanse the palate to be ready for the meal. Excellent. Yeah, and then. They have a lot of variety of different foods here. They have some wood-fired pizzas, too. Yeah, I want to try Italian this place now. Just looking, through this, just looking at this menu, I'm like, yeah. okay, I need to go here soon. Next time I come over, let's uh, see if we can get a reservation. Let's do it. All right. So then... You know, the pies sort of hit them up quite a lot. You know, Terlina, like, retweeting uh, the stuff they put out. So it is... I think Pat quite likes that. Then, for my maid, I think I'm going to go something maybe a little more... Okay, I'm not Italian, but maybe something that might be traditional. The spaghetti... What is it? That's bologna, right? Bolognese. <laughs> Bolognese. Bologna. <laughs> I couldn't pass up doing that to Dave. Yeah, the spaghetti bolognese. Beef, pork... And pancetta meat sauce with uh, tomato and Parmesan cream. Nice. Mm. Making my mouth water looking at that. Then my drink, I'm going to have the Italian margarita. Cimarron tequila, amaretto, and lime. Just sounds like a neat twist on a margarita. It's a wee bit different with the amaretto in it. Uh, I'm not a great uh, sort of marzipan amaretto person, but I'm sure that I'm sure that was it cinnamon tequila. I'm not a great fan of cinnamon either. <laughs> it said cimarron, so it's just a brand cimarron? of tequila, oh, right, uh, not, not the cinnamon that you put no. on your toast. Aye, that that'll be my eyes. <laughs> you know, two o'clock, two o'clock in the morning. It's <laughs> doing the best mm-hmm. thing. <laughs> And then we come to my dessert. And because one of my favorite all-time movies has to be The Godfather, and my favorite line in that movie is, leave the gun, grab the cannolis, I'm going to have the cannoli. Nice. Did you believe I've never seen The Godfather? What? So, when I was young, I went to go watch it with my grandfather. And my mother found out that he was showing it to me, and my mother flipped out. And she stopped me from seeing it at that point. And it was one of those things that I just was not allowed growing up. And then as life went on and everything, you know, my grandfather passed. And it was one of those things that, you know, I had all of his movies still, his movie collection, but they were all VHS, and then we moved into uh, other realms, and it just kind of fell on the, on, by the wayside, lost, its, lost the VCR, and it was just one of those things that through life, 
it's always been on to the, you know, I've seen Goodfellas, I've, you know, I watched them film a Bronx Tale because it was filmed in my neighborhood. I know this, I know the whole Godfather story and everything. Um, I actually read the book, believe it or not, back in college, but I was going to say, okay, I'm going to read the book first and then see the movie, and then life just happened again, and I never actually got to see the movies yet, so that's, it's still, it's still on my bucket list of just things I haven't got around to yet, believe it or not. Stephen, you've seen it, haven't you? No. Um, no, a big, uh, a gangster movie. Oh, it's uh, not really, like, but it's not it, really a gangster movie in that respect. It's more yeah. an epic story of a man's rise and fall, rise to power, and then his fall over the uh-huh. the next the next movie, and then that third one they never should have made. <laughs> I mean, any of the good fellas or anything like that. I've yeah, just it's, no it's real just a in, big know? epic story. Oh, and uh, if you read the book, Dave. Luca Brasi, they had to really tone that character down for the movie. Okay, good to know. But there we go, because I love that movie, and I love cannolis, and getting a good (laughs) cannoli crispy in Florida humidity is virtually impossible. If they can do that, I'll be happy. When I go back to see my parents, I'll stop at uh, Laguli Bakery and, you know, see if I can, like, freeze-dry some cannolis and bring them back with me. Mm. And, you know, you'll have to drive up from St. Petersburg. No problem. Uh, it's that, a short drive. It's actually... But cannolis, I think, that's a I'm shorter looking, drive. <laughs> yeah. I'm yep. actually looking into finding out if I can freeze-dry certain things because I need Rizzo's Pizza, I need Parisi's Bread. Yeah. I need my souflaki from the Greek lady on the corner of Ditmar's Boulevard. You know, there's a whole bunch of things I need when I go back mm-hmm. home, so... It's just one of those things, so... It's a little longer drive for you to get here, Stephen. Yeah. Too bad I can't bring back Italian ices. <laughs> At that point. Alright, gentlemen, and now we're going to go to our last sit-down restaurant before we do a... Uh, bonus quick service and we are so this was available at 9 45 p.m tonight so it was the only thing that was popping up besides planet hollywood and i'm sorry but even even in this uh even in this series i refused to put planet hollywood on the uh on the docket so gentlemen hollywood observatory i find it hollywood observatory it's still basically the same restaurant. Oh, yeah. Granted, Guy Fieri has his burgers there, and the burgers are good, but the rest of it's still pretty much the same food. Yeah. So, with that said, we're going to Enzo's Hideaway. And I am going to start off with their charcuterie board. And this actually serves two, and... You know what? If you guys are nice, maybe I'll share. But you know, I'm—I uh, one of my major weaknesses and trigger foods that I can just eat my weight in is white cheeses. So, you know, you'll probably—I'll probably like here's all the meats and everything. You know, you you go near my cheese, I'll probably like bite your fingers or something. So, with that said, it comes with uh, prosciutto di parma, cured for 24 months, salami. salami. Pinocchio, 
Parmigiano, Pecorino, Fontina, olives, and breadsticks. So this is kind of a nice, you know, um, tapas style dish that, you know, you could just kind of, you know, I say I won't share, but I will share with this with everybody. Kind of just a nice way to wind down for the end of the night. So that will be my um, appetizer. For my dinner, let's see. I'm actually gonna go with a. Um, I'm gonna go with a fish this time. I'm gonna go with the branzino, which is grilled Mediterranean sea bass, roasted potatoes, green beans, and salmagliano sauce, whatever that is. But uh, I figure, you know, I don't eat enough uh, fish in my regular diet and every now and then I do kind of enjoy it so here is just a little bit of a break from my uh, everyday chicken and red meat you know so I'm trying to actually be a little bit more uh, I guess eclectic in my diet for health reasons so I'll start now with getting the fish in terms of a uh, Beverage. They call them here, their beverages, they call them giggle waters. And one of the things that I like doing because uh, this area was kind of just like, I kind of associate Maria and Enzo's, Enzo's Hideaway and the Edison all together. Um, it doesn't really go with the meal, but I'm going to have the hazelnut old-fashioned. Knob Creek, Frangelico, Orange, Luxardo, Maraschino Cherry. So, and you can never go wrong for, with an old-fashioned from one of, these, uh, one of these three restaurants. So, I'm going to go with that. Finishing out my meal with a little dolce. I am going to go with, in this case, I'm going to go with some gelato because I'm going to go with a vanilla gelato because, you know, it's just traditional and again, Disney World ice cream kind of goes together. So Stephen, what are you having? Not a big menu in the hideaway. Uh, obviously, above uh, it's the the bigger restaurant up up the top is uh, probably more extensive. But I'd probably go with the sort of classic Caesar salad. If you can get the sort of sauce correct with a, a lovely a grilled chicken on top of that. I would, I would eat that. I know, obviously, it doesn't say that you can get the chicken with it, but I'm sure they would slap a chicken on, a chicken breast on, if you asked them to. Uh, but again, with the, the croutons and the parmesan, it just give it a wee bit of crunch, uh, especially with the fresh lettuce. You know, probably 
the romaine lettuce. It's just so crunchy when you just bite into it. So I give you that wee bit extra, uh, a sensation in your mouth. Again, uh, very much an Italian restaurant this one. So I'd probably go for the the penny trapenzi, which is a grilled zucchini, zosti tomato, pesto, almonds, and a parciano, reggiano. Uh, again, it's a, it's a lighter meal. This is your notes, especially if I'm getting a, a chicken Caesar salad to begin with. I don't want to sell leave myself down, so uh, I can get a nice deep tomato pesto. You know, through that, that'd be really nice. The giggle water, as we were saying, for the the drink, would be the cracking dark spice rum, huge ginger beer, Angostura bitters, and lime. So I just. You, you just can't go wrong with rum in my book, uh, regardless if it's dark or, or white rum. Uh, but the ginger beer sort of would give it a wee bit of a, a kick as well. Uh, the more intense the ginger beer, I think the better the the flavour. Uh, there's ones over here in, in Scotland that you can get that is really, really gingery. Uh, in fact, they do a, a sort of alcoholic ginger beer over here as well, which is really nice. Uh, yeah, we don't have and, that here, but you enjoy a good Moscow mule? Ah, yeah. Uh, I've had a couple of them. Uh, it's not, as I said, it's more Bacardi I drink, but I, you know, I could definitely have a, a couple of Moscow mules now and again. <laughs> it's just with the ginger beer, you know, it just gives it that wee bit of that freshness. You know, yes, it's, very much. It's, the, the, deeper the, the deeper the ginger beer, the better the taste of the drink, you know, because mm-hmm. uh, and to go for my dessert uh, I would go with the Torta della Nona which is Grandma's Tart Creamy Custard Pine Nuts and Almonds again not a great favourite of the uh, sort of marzipan or almond sort of taste but I think the almonds in this one would be a bit more sort of lighter I don't think it'd be an intense flavour uh, you know the sort of almondy you know, marzipan flavour so I would take that especially with the creamy custard always like a bit of custard well, that sounds good. Let's see, yep. what, what would I start What would you with? go with? Yep. I'm looking at uh, starting out with the burrata caprizzi. Cherry tomatoes, burrata, basil, extra virgin olive oil. Again, I, I like lighter... You know, first courses. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So that was the, the last one you did. Yeah, I'd I'd never really heard a caprese salad before. The last mm-hmm. time I was at Disney, and I know folk will sort of shoot me down for this, but we went to Pizza Safari, but we went to the family style, and they serve a, a caprese salad there. And see, hmm. when I come back to Scotland, that that's all I had for the next three or four weeks. You know, as a, a starter, you the, uh, the mozzarella and the. Uh, the tomatoes and the balsamic vinegar of it, oh, oh, just, it was lovely, you know, really, really nice. And it's one of these things that you go away on holiday and you come back with, and it just reminds you of your holiday every time you have it. Mm-hmm. And then everybody, and then what, everybody back home is wondering, who is this guy eating salads? <laughs> I know, especially after putting about three stone on my way. <laughs> you went to America and they ruined you. 
<laughs> I know, I go on a huge diet just before I hit, hit up again. I understand that. So then for my main, I think I'm going to go for the eggplant parmesan. Thin layers of eggplant tomato sauce, fior di latte mozzarella, parmigiano, basil, spaghetti pomodoro. Yeah, I love a good eggplant parmesan. I think it's, they do a lot of like vegetarian sort of stuff. You know, that can really bring it to the fore. Mm-hmm. The ironic thing is, I am probably the last person in the world that would ever be vegetarian. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> the name Robert Schultz, when I hear that, I think bacon. Yeah. I have a, a shirt that I run in, and on the back of it, it says bacon, beer, and cookies. <laughs> All right. And depending so I... how you're feeling, what order does that go in? <laughs> oh, where am I? Oh, my drink. I'm going to go past the giggle water to the martinis. I figured you would. And I am going to get the, in honor of November and that movie coming out, I am going to get the 007. I looked at that, and then I was going to go with the dirty martini because um, it's me. I can see that. Mm-hmm. The 007 is Plymouth Gin, Tito's Handmade Vodka, and Carpano Dry. And I hope it's shaken and not stirred. Uh, it's a handmade vodka. I mean, do you think they make it in a bath? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not sure. Do they squeeze the potatoes to do that? Or oh, is, I have no idea is, how you hand make vodka. It is Enzo's Hideaway, so, you know, and then the Edison is all... Um, Ooh, bathtub gin. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's basically it's, it's basically the um, their speakeasy, so, you know, they have that prohibition, I, you know, so yeah, from I can back, see that. From back in the 1930s in this country when we had prohibition and alcohol 1920s. was illegal. Was it the 20s? It was the 20s. Oh, 30s yeah. was a depression. Eh, yes. Whatever decade. 30s was the 30s was basically uh, the decade of 2020. Basically, mm-hmm. 2020 just put into one full decade. So. Hey, we're just going to get people. 10 years out of the way in one. That's yeah, all. Yeah, exactly. All right. So I got my 007, and then I need my dessert. And that, well, they have cannolis there, but if I had a cannoli already, I'm going to have the chocolate ganache. Bittersweet chocolate tart, toasted marshmallow meringue, and orange caramel. Just sounds good. I started off good, but I ended badly. But the, the, the bare sweet chocolate along with the orange, those two flavors just meld together. You know, I, I love chocolate orange stuff. I just, I just can't get away. Exactly. It's, so nice. it's the They're, contrast of the two flavors yeah. that work well together. That's like me with bacon, chocolate covered bacon, sweet and salty. <laughs> oh, yeah. Work so well together, uh, don't uh, they? Normally, when I made that when we did yeah. the, those fundraisers. Oh, yeah. I'm normally not a sweet and savory person. Like, uh, I'm one of those people that when I have my breakfast, 
my pancakes have to be on a different on a different plate than my bacon and my eggs. I'll eat them together, but they can't like mix together. Like some people will put the maple syrup on their bacon. I'm not one of those people, but when it comes to the chocolate covered salted bacon and chocolate covered pretzels, that's the only mm-hmm. time I can do it. But when it when it does work, it works so well. Yes. And when you're here, Stephen, they have the chocolate-covered pretzels in the bags you can get here at Disney. Yeah, I've had them before. We get them over here as well, but, you know, I think the pretzels in America are they're just but, that wee bit worse. But they're not uh, Disney chocolate-covered pretzels. Ooh. They're better when they're Disney. Yeah, Everybody knows that. What is that, Goofy's Candy Cup? Yeah. Yeah, because you can, you can get the... the like the milk and dark chocolate ones but you also get the white chocolate ones as well which are just that wee bit sweeter mm-hmm. but I like the salty as we were saying this I like the saltiness like salty caramel over here everything's saying oh it's a salty caramel this salty caramel that I just feel as if when you're in America the salt salt and the salty caramel comes through a hell of a lot better than it does anywhere else whereas here it's all sort of it's just caramel tasting. It's not the salt doesn't come through. It's as if they're scared to put the salt in it. Whereas in America they just are way salt everywhere. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it, it's just yeah, a we're, totally we're, different we're experience. We're America. If you can, if we can do anything, we do everything to extremes here. <laughs> this is true and disturbing at the same time. Yeah. And we're going to finish out now with a bonus. So we are going to actually go over to Pop Century because I have to eat. Rob, have you eaten yet? No, I haven't okay, eaten yet. Okay, so I will be, uh, I'll be actually building our order, mobile order on this. So um, what we're going to do is we're going to get a, um, a quick service meal at Everything Pop. So, well, Stephen, while I still figure out what I want to eat for dinner and Rob figures out, can you pull that up and look to see what you would eat if you were here down with us? Yep, no problem. Uh, let's go down here just now. Just to help out, we'll eat it for you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I've been to... Uh, where was it? 50s prime time before. And I had a pot roast over there. So they do a pot roast there. Uh, mm-hmm. We so were just I, I there probably, last night. Uh, uh, we ate there. Yeah, we, we, went to, we went to uh, 50s last night. And for dessert, right. I had the peanut butter and jelly milkshake. I love of that. Of course thing. you had. You've got to have that. <laughs> See, I had the peanut butter cake. I don't think they let you unless you have that. I had the peanut butter cake. Mm. It's very much peanut buttery. And everything, yes. everything's just peanut butter. <laughs> oh. If you uh, gave me an but, entire jar of peanut butter and a spoon, there would be an empty jar and a spoon left very quickly. <laughs> Just lick it dry. Uh, yes. But yeah, I would, I would have the pot roast. It's a braised beef cooked in red wine, gravy with onions, carrots, celery served with green beans and mashed potatoes with gravy. Just... It's, a, it's one of these things where you just sit down and you just stuff yourself. Uh, a pot roast is... It's a wholesome food, you know. If you think about America, you know, if you think about meatloaf, you think about pot roast, you know, these sort of things. So, I would have that for my dinner, and uh, they do sort of, oh, 
Oh, they've got cake. Mickey's, Mickey Mouse celebration cakes. <laughs> I think I could have one of them. One cake feeds four to six guests. <laughs> Go right ahead. Uh, so do a chocolate cake or a white chocolate cake. Oh, God, white chocolate cake. Right, I would go with the white chocolate cake. I know it's $35 and it can do up to six guests, but, you know. Again, shots paying, so, you know what, have your slice till the rest of the way. It's fun. All right, so it's vanilla cake with white chocolate ganache and white chocolate mousse with a choice of engraving options. So I would have the Mickey dudes over the top of it if they can get the engraving on that, much the same as they do at Joffrey's with the the foam. You know, it's a... Uh, template on here so that's what I would have and a drink uh, oh there's loads of drinks here isn't there uh, I would probably go with the, the shaking Jamaican I would probably go for a cold brew joffies uh, and have that uh, especially with the, the caramel and the vanilla sort of taste they would uh, wash down the pot roast anyway and and maybe have a couple of them because I might have to do that to wash down the cake. <laughs> hey, you did see that delicious looking soy milk you could have to drink, didn't you? Mmm, yeah. Uh, I think I'll just pass on that one. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I gotcha. Okay, and Stephen, you just sealed it for me because tonight I'm having pot roast. Mmm. And of course, I mean, now it, it's it does saying sound that really as- nice. Now it's saying that my uh, session has run out, uh, timed out, so I'm reloading my app and I am adding a pot roast <laughs> to my mobile order at the at this very moment. And honestly, I'm looking through this and I am flipping out and angry because this is everything pop and there is no tie-dye cheesecake. What's up with that? It doesn't make any sense that they would get rid Seriously? of that. Seriously? It's like the, the only thing in the desserts, besides your excessive chocolate cakes and everything, and since actually this is actually going on my card now, and Chuck's not paying for this one. It's a choice of two different cookies <laughs> yeah. or a cupcake. Yeah, you have a uh, chocolate chip cookie, uh, an M&M sugar cookie, or a... Uh, Cookies and cream cupcake, chocolate cu- cupcake topped with cookies and cream, buttercream, rainbow sprinkles, and chocolate ears. Now in the bakery, you could also get a, a Danish assortment or muffins, but I guess if I was gonna go, if I was gonna go with the dessert, and I'm not tonight, I guess I would just go with grapes. I'll go for the crispy rice treat, you know the Mickey Mouse rice treat. You know, I'm actually not. I'm actually not a. I'm not a fan of the uh, rice crispy oh, treats. I like. I, I like them. I, I, the other ones, this shaped one. I know. About, I know. You get the fresh ones, and you. Okay. Keep. Uh, repeat that again. Okay. I says, yeah. I know you can get the the rice treats that you can get with like shaped a BBA or a frozen one or American football but the, the sort of fresher ones that you get from the, the bakery and the the rice crispy treats shaped to Mickey Mouse it's really good you know it really is and you can be tuning that for a week but uh, I, I do like them you know I, I, I would have a couple of them during my holiday yeah I uh, knocked I knocked out um 
the connection and then it ended up stopping actually uh, our recording. So I don't know how much of that I got before. But if we had a little blip, ladies and gentlemen, I apologize about that. You know, these are the things that happen when you record live. So um, kind of hard to fix that in post-production. So um, Robert, what are you having over at... Okay, I'm going to go 180 degrees from everything else I picked, and, well, the obvious thing for me would be the Applewood-smoked bacon cheddar cheeseburger. Okay. It's got bacon, that's all I have to say. I was going to say, it's got a bacon, it just drew you to it. <laughs> yeah, yes. In fact, I don't care what else is on it, it has bacon. <laughs> nice. There you go. Anything else? Well... If I were to have a dessert, I'd probably just get a chocolate chip cookie. There's something just comforting about a chocolate chip cookie. Would you like a chocolate chip cookie? Sure. Okay, let's get you a chocolate chip cookie then. Add it to the order. Right. You know what? And then a drink. Ooh, yuck, they have Coors Light. Ew. Why? <laughs> That's water. That's beer-colored water. Skip that. I don't know. You can get a six-pack, though. <laughs> I've got a case of water. I'll just drink the water. <laughs> you sure? Tastes better than the Coors Light. I'm sure I just offended somebody with that, but... And if I were going to have a drink, I would probably go with the Blue Marble Mojito. Would you like a Blue Marble Mojito? Nah, not tonight. Sure? Yeah, I'm sure. Alright. I got plenty of water. Okay. That's usually all I drink is water. I think, you know what? I think I might indulge in a cupcake tonight. Do it. Why not? Get the Mickey cupcake. You can yeah, bite the ears once. off. Yeah, exactly. He should get it, shouldn't he? Yeah. You only live once. So, technically... Cookies and cream. Exactly. So I'm going to have the pot roast with my uh, cupcake. Over here, so... You can send us a picture for... of that, Dave, and let us see what it looks like what? once you get it. Sure. Why not? So... <laughs> I'll wake up tomorrow morning and have a look, look <laughs> at my breakfast. <laughs> With that said, I am going to set up my order for dinner tonight. And Rob's. And Rob, thank you for being with us today. I enjoyed it. Any any time you need somebody to fill in, I'm happy to do it. I, I appreciate that. So tell our listeners where you can be found on the various interwebs. Um, I can be found on the interwebs. I can be found on Instagram at fitover50infl, on YouTube at fitover50inflorida, and on Facebook uh, Robert, middle initial is J, last name is Scholes. 
I think I have a Twitter handle. I don't remember what it is, though. I never use Twitter. Yeah, I'm not the best at Twitter. I'm, I'm all about the Instagram. But my Instagram and Twitter is at Figments Reality. Stephen, where are you? Yeah, you can get me at SJM Disney on Twitter and on Instagram. Excellent. And you can find the Mickey Dudes podcast on Instagram under the Mickey Dudes podcast. We have a... Uh, Facebook page, just search the Mickey Dudes, and you can find us on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. Well, this was fun. May all your meals be magical. Enjoy your week, ladies and gentlemen. Just listen to another exciting episode at the Mickey Dudes Podcast. You can find the Mickey Dudes on Facebook at the Mickey Dudes Podcast and on Twitter at the Mickey Dudes. If you enjoyed our podcast, please share the love on Stitcher or iTunes. Thank you for tuning in and we'll see you again real soon.